got a fever. And the only prescription is more... This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. It's in the hole. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Wait, who are you? Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Barry and Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. It's a win-win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. This in the hole. April 30th, 2016, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. And today, it's crazy. It's insane. It's asylum. Formed by Christian Aurora and Tom Lazuka, the dynamic duo says Asylum is a take-no-prisoners-approach brand with out-of-the-box sizes and tastes and events. We went out of the box with an event, and we will have all the details today with John Toscano. He's the rep for Asylum, and he has a brand-new cigar that we're going to talk about. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, or Podbean, or Google Play, Yes, where you can set it and forget it on all four now. If we have any more platforms, I'm going to need an extra 60 seconds to do the, the read here. So Google Play is a new thing, Barry. What's well, that? Google Play is the Android equivalent of iTunes. Okay. So if you have an Android device, it will be easier for you to get the podcast than like an Apple guy would just set up with iTunes. Boom, they'd have it. And uh, set it and forget it. Set it, it comes forget automatically. It. Well, you could do it with Google Play. So now you can do it through Podbean. You can do it through iTunes. And you can do it through uh, Google Play. If you somebody set it and forget with, it also? Yes. Okay. I, w- I always thought if you were an Android guy, that's why we had Podbean. Well, Pod- and if you're an iTunes guy, you have iTunes. Podbean serves as the host. Podbean hosts all the files. They delegate the files to iTunes, and they delegate the, delegate the files to Google Play. Gotcha. So you can now get the files from your native client of your phone. Native client. So let me ask you this. When, when you're doing all the calculations of how many hits and how many people are listening, mm. if we send it to Podbeam and somebody's listening on the Android, that's where they're getting it. Is that adding no. to, to the thing or we don't see those numbers? No, we see those numbers. It counts as a feed hit. I can break down. How many people listen through iOS, which is Apple? How many people listen through Android? And how many people listen through their home computers? But it doesn't ah. bump the Podbean ticker up when someone on Google Play listens. I think it does. It doesn't. It doesn't. When, when you look at the exact file, that's how many people have pulled it from Podbean. From Podbean Direct. Well, do you know those numbers? Do you end up seeing? You don't know. I, not with 100% accuracy, but I would call it 95% accuracy. All right. Because that's what advertisers want to know is how many people that's are That's what we want to know, too. I want to know. I, w- I want to grow, right? We want to keep making it bigger. If and you don't grow, I will say this. Go. Google Play is tied into analytics, so we will have a 100% accurate number from Google Play. Okay. iTunes tends to like to hide their stuff, so therefore it's 
95% okay. And right now, the big part of our play is iTunes right now because... Well, that's the big player. Yep. Everybody has... Download media. iPhone. Yeah, not everybody. Not everybody yeah. has an iPhone, but... Well, I the cool kids have the iPhone. The vast majority of people have an <laughs> iTunes account. Yes. And you can get iTunes on your regular computer. When I, before I was a Mac guy, I had but, iTunes. But I'm hearing more people are, are listening to things and doing things on their phone than they do on their computer. A lot of people don't even have computers anymore. The computer yeah, I mean, has replaced our own Derek Stewart when he, on the videos he does. He edits them on his phone instead of his computer. Wow! Mm. What? So, yeah. Does he have an iPhone? Yeah, he has iMovie on his phone, and he does. I have it all iMovie on my phone, but I just, it was very confusing. Yeah, he does it through his phone. So I, so I, I don't have an i, I don't have an i computer, Mac, Mac computer, <laughs> i computer, and um, but I have an iPhone, so. Can I use iMovie and put it on my computer so I can see it bigger? No. No. You can edit the movie and make the movie on your phone and then upload Ugh. it to your computer. Yeah. It's got to be tough on the phone, right? Well, you do have a big phone, but you also have big fingers, so <laughs> it's going to be not easy. Speaking of big. How you doing? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Here it is. So it's part of the care package, and people got different sizes. I wish I got the smaller size, but... Unfortunately, you would think that you would be able to have enough pull with the care package to get the uh, smaller this, size. This is Ed's idea of a joke here. And, and I mean, I think it was the idea of Tom Lazuka as a joke, but it turns out to be uh, for real and huge seller. These cigars huge. sell. The 770 size is the number one selling size for Asylum. Oh, my God. So, Barry, what do we have here? Well, from Christian Arroyo and Tom Lazuka, the Asylum 13 is a true Nicaraguan puro. A dark Nicaraguan Habano wrapper covers Nicaraguan tobacco grown in the black volcanic soils of Nicaragua with long Cuban seed fillers, and they entice you to enter the asylum and escape the crazy world outside. It's available in a 50, 60, 70, and 80 ring gauge, and the cigars retail from $5.99 to $9.89. And we might as well put it out there. The majority of the care packages, they're smoking the 50 ring. A few guys got 60 and 70. We got the seven day. Well, we wanted Jonathan to feel comfortable with something. Yes, he's more comfortable than, than most of us. With, with <laughs> this, this is where this is where the show is going. Right yes, down it, the toilet, yes. right from the beginning. Right from the beginning. I would like the record to show that Barron's drew first blood. <laughs> so when I come up with something about his appearance later, I don't get an email. I consider myself a loser <laughs> that I got the bigger one. I uh, whatever. It's I want it just it's too big, man. Yeah, it's a baseball bat. It is a baseball bat. Unfortunately, it's words I've never heard before in my life. No, no. No. But um, you've heard, is it in yet? But not, it's too big. But I will tell you, as far as a 70 ring gauge goes, and this will be the second time I've ever smoked a cigar, it has flavor where a lot of bigger ring gauges. Mm. This is a 60, 70, 70, right? This is a 70. A lot of the, the 60 ring gauge stuff don't have a lot of flavor. There's not a lot of 70s out there, but. You would think the 70 would have a, actually even less flavor. But we, we have a Nicaraguan Puro, and we're going to know it when we, when we taste is it. Is the wrapper on this the same as the binder, Barry? That I don't know, because they just advertise it on all literature as Nicaragua. So Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, Nicaraguan... Nicaragua. If you go to their webpage, it says wrapper, Nicaragua. Binder, Nicaragua. Filler, Nicaragua. I think. I had to get the wrapper I, from Lazuka himself. We're going to have to get the information from John on this. But I believe I heard 
that they use the same leaf as the wrapper as they do for the binder. So they use the perfect leaves for the wrapper, and then they use the imperfect ones for the binder, and this is how you're able to get so much wrapper flavor out of it because normally you'd have so much filler going on in the center that it, it may overpower and mask that wrapper flavor. So a ring gauge is 1 64th of an inch across the cigar. So 64... A 64 ring gauge is one inch across. This is more than an inch across of the cigar. There's some girth to this cigar. There is serious girth. <laughs> 70 by 64, an inch and eight 64ths. Uh, which would be one eighth. Would one eighth. So it's an inch and an eighth. Inch and an eighth. There it is. This is the math I was trying to do in my head. It's an inch and eight, an eighth across. If I'm not mistaken. Because it's mathematically by four. 70 is six more ring gauge than 64. What did I say? Eight. You said eight. Oh, it's six. So it's six, Close. 64. It's, yeah. So it's a tenth. One tenth. Yeah. Just over a tenth. Yeah. Just under a tenth. An inch and a tenth. Just over. Point four. Tenth okay. You're point correct. Four. So that's your. your My uh, head's spinning. Here we go. <laughs> There'll be no more uh, mathematics during <laughs> the rest of the day. Once we get past one plus one, I get lost. There we go. So now we must have a cutter, and you could use a bullet. You could maybe use a V cutter into it, but we like to use the straight guillotine cut to open it up. But the problem is with a lot of guillotine cutters is they don't open up far enough. Now you don't have to go around the cigar and go through it, but you got to get enough of the cap. So what is this? This is the um, the Lotus Jaws. Lotus Jaws, and it actually has the serrated edge to actually latch onto the pot. Actually, the perfect cutter to use. uh, What I was concerned about with the Jaws cutter, and we use them every week on the show here, is the points. I was afraid there was going to be a ripping action. And then yeah. through, I'm starting to get into some blacksmithing stuff. And what I'm learning is that although they're more difficult to make, serrated blades hold their edge longer because you've got these peaks and valleys. The valley holds the edge and the peak protects that edge and gives you less surface area to break down. So we've got a really fine serration here. This is a cutter that's going to stay sharp for a long, long time and have no issue cutting through just about anything. Well, that's if, it's, if this, this, is the, if this is the thing to try to get through it. So we're going to try this uh, for me the first time using the jaws on a 70 ring gauge because I don't get the 70s very often. Right now it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand while all other cigar brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, in excellence. And uh, no problem. No problem. And this is advertised as a 60 ring gauge cutter, but I think they could bump that up to 70 because that's a perfect cut right there. There we go. Uncomfortable in the mouth. <laughs> Asylum is an advertiser. I've known Christian for a long time. I thought this was the craziest thing when he came out with his brands. This is the only brand I didn't buy until I got so many requests to get it. Finally, we take it in. And this is the best-selling thing that he has. It's really on the Chocolate-covered goji berries. No, I got matzo ball. I have some sort of liquor-type thing, like a cognac-y scotch. I see the cognac. Yeah? Yeah, that's goji berries. They taste cognac-y. Like, like it's barrel-aged. Or something. There's only one way to play that one. Berry star. 
The harp was there too. We got both going on at the same time. Did you hear that? No, I didn't. I missed it. I was... Oh, I hear it. I hear it. All right. I seven-second delay out there. All right. Now, this is going to require some sort of torch. We're going to need some welding torch or something to light a 70-ring gauge cigar. Because a match certainly isn't going to do it. Well, you'd need about 10 matches to pull this off. We are going to light our cigar with the Vertigo Slider. What's great about having to light a big ring gauge cigar is when you have a big platform of flame to cover all that surface area. In this case, the slider features a single action. That means you push down on the button and the lid comes up at the same time, covering three jets in a triangle, plenty of surface area, plenty of heat, and plenty of tank because you're going to be lighting the 70 ring gauge for a little while. All for twenty nine ninety nine. That's the Vertigo Slider. Seriously, fifty nine would have been a good deal for this. Half the price. I'm out of breath taking the first draw. <laughs> There's a there is a lighter on the market that looks very similar to this that retails for ninety nine ninety nine. This one's twenty nine ninety nine. Ninety nine. Okay. I'm good. I got it. I'm fully oh, yeah. lit. Oh yeah. Fully lit. Thank you. So I'm blowing on the end of it. Make sure the center of it got it there because I went from the, um, how do we do it? The outside edges. Outside edges. Wow, at the time it took to lit this cigar, and that concludes today's show. <laughs> really? So. A lot of smoke. <laughs> yeah. So I'm working on an experiment right now. Uh, smoking a couple of different ring gauge cigars at the same time and playing with time and seeing what's going on. And something that I'm noticing is on bigger ring gauge cigars, the smoke production is a little bit less because the, the draw is so opened up. I don't know. It feels like it's less. But in this one... Oh, look at, look at it's shock huge. over there. Yeah. There's a lot of smoke. Yeah. It's... Why don't they make 70 ring gauge torpedoes? Hmm. And then it wouldn't be, it, you'd, you'd have the cool burning sensation, you'd have all the flavor, all the smoke, everything, but you don't have to, seriously, Locked I feel on. it. <laughs> Jonathan, do you have any tips for us on how to uh, put something of this size? <laughs> really, I got a big mouth, but what I'm not, you do I don't is have you a big relax, mouth. You relax your jaw. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> What's uncomfortable about it is getting your teeth wrapped around it. So go no teeth, just lips. Flavor wise, yeah. Flavor wise, yeah, teeth, teeth ruined. <laughs> Flavor wise, this is very pleasant. There's a little like cherry sweetness. Mm. Cherry, huh? Cherry, black cherry, black cherry, black cherry. Yeah. A little Dr. Brown's black cherry soda going on. Mm. It's um, black cherries on Wheaties with almond milk. Black cherries on wheat is in the almond milk. <laughs> <laughs> we have no sound effect this week. Good. See? Good. I put somebody else on it, and I don't have a sound effect because I didn't go get you my own. You didn't put somebody else on it. You put three or four other people on right. it. They all said they were going to get together and bang this out 21 days ago, and we got nothing. We have nothing. Black cherries on a weedy and the but I would have had to smoke it in advance to see the black cherry on a Wheaties. And there's no possible milk. way that you're smoking this in advance. 
I'll tell you, it tastes good. Yeah. And you know what? I think that's the whole thing. It's a very good-tasting cigar. I wish I got the 50-ring gauge because it would taste like this. Cigars that have a gimmick to them have to perform well in order to continue to sell in the marketplace because cigars have never been better in the United States or coming into the United States than they are right now. People have never fermented tobacco for as long. The advances in cultivation are far better now than they ever have been. Hybriding. Tobaccos to, for flavor, for combustion, never been better. This so if you're going to have a gimmick, you've got to be able to perform. So, yeah, it's 70 ring gauges. Yeah, is it a good value for your money? I would say it is. But uh, it tastes good, and that's what makes it keep selling. Under $10, Barry, right? Under $10. Uh, this particular size is eight ninety nine. Okay. Yeah, that's value. Which is why I think more people smoke this. Bigger sizes because of the perceived value. This would last you 18 holes out in the golf course. I think um, I think people are going to be surprised. 70 ring gauge torpedo. You listen to Luzuka, listen to me. Make a torpedo version of this. you got a better shot. I'm not comfortable with the size of my mouth. Know, You're yelling at the sales side of the company. Yell at Christian, who is the production side of the company. Christian. Cut the crap. But, but listen, let me tell you. I know Christian for a long time. He fought for this never to happen. You got to get, I guarantee you, he fought for this never to happen. Are you crazy? This is ridiculous. It's never going to sell. The fact of the matter is, Lazuka knows what he's talking about and created a real brand around this. The thing is selling like crazy. Isn't it amazing? Their boxes are 30. We're filling these things up all constantly, the time. Constantly. Yeah. People are coming in. It's amazing how, how many they're buying of this. I would have never believed it. If you're a retailer listening to this, you're not carrying it. You're missing out on something. I know. I didn't take it on at the beginning either because I said no way this is going to sell. It sells like crazy. It is crazy, and it sells like crazy. It's asylum. It's asylum. I, I think they came in right when. Now, let's not talk about the cigar boom of the 90s, but there was a big ring gauge boom. That happened around five, six years ago when yes. people started going from 60s. They thought, you know what? We could bump this out a little bit. They come out with 64s. They come out with 66s. I think the first person over 60 was these guys. They I went don't over think 60. It, I think the 770 um, JFR. JFR was just before, before this. Yes. I don't think so. I think so. It was. I, remember, I, I think rem- the opposite. I remember the 70 ring JFR when I was still living in New York City. Yeah, Christian still owned Camacho wow. when JFR came out with their, yeah. uh, with a, with a, with their 770. The first guy to do it was Perdomo. Do you remember that brand? I don't remember. It started with an I. Immenso. Immenso. Yes. Perdomo Immenso. It was a 66 ring gauge, and this was back in the 90s. And it had the lady on the front smoking the big cigar, the Cuban lady. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember, ca- remember I remember it. carrying it. I remember Lou Rothman years ago had a brand, um, White House. What is that in Spanish? Blanco, Oro. Uh, or Blanco, Casablanca? Casablanca. Casablanca? That would White, be a movie. With, White huh? House. No, not Casablanca. Then. Casa, House is Spit it out, Junior. And White is Blanco. Because Jose Blanco Casablanco. is Joe White. All right, it was Casablanco then or something like that. And there was big, thick ring gauges, and we're talking the early 90s. Early, early, maybe 89, actually, um, seeing that cigar for the first time. You know, the um, what was that movie with... Um, Long Kiss Goodnight. No. With, Forrest Gump. 
<laughs> Please stop. <laughs> um, Did it star Eddie Murphy? No, it, it was uh, a guy that was Deep in throat. Pr- no, the guy was in prison. He gets out, and then he ends up um, harassing the, the guy that put him in pr- in jail. And it was a remake. Cape Fear. The Cape Rock? Fear. Oh, okay. Yep. Cape Fear for two points, Barry. Um, so the, the remake of Cape Fear, mm-hmm. he's smoking that Oro such and such. Oh, okay. I just looked it up. There is a cigar called Casablanco. Casablanco? From the company union. Casablanca, rather. Yes. Yep. That, that was, that's the first one I ever remember. It was so ridiculous. How did it do? Did it- oh, then you got Puros Indios. Yep, they did big ring gauges. Big ring gauges. And they actually did a big ring gauge and a torpedo with the torpedo already pre-cut. Yes, they did. See, I think the success of the 70 ring gauge, because we, we were talking to John earlier, and he said the 70 outsells everything. Hmm. It's not because they have a 70 that the 70 sells. It's because they have an 80. 80, right. So somebody may try the 80, and that's a little too big for them. It's gimmicky. <laughs> you think? can't even imagine. It's, <laughs> it's just an awful lot to smoke that size cigar. But the 70 then doesn't seem so bad. And it, look at the value well, of the it. Well, the 60 doesn't seem Compared so bad anymore. Compared to the 50 ring gauge, I'm going to take the 70. Because, that, what, because the 80 is ridiculous. Because the 80 is right next to it. It's just ridiculous. I'm not putting that in my mouth. I'll take 10 ring gauge lower than that. What's their barber pole one? Is that the Ogar? That's the Ogar, Ogar yep. yeah. And, and the, that looks big, too. Is that an 80? That's 70. That's 70. And you got a Candela, awful, with a Maduro. <laughs> Bad combination. It's two things that don't go together. Oh, my God. It sells. It, sell? yep. <laughs> it sells like crazy. I People actually, love that cigar. I actually like the Lancero version of that cigar. It tastes good. But I'm sure that doesn't surprise you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we spoke to Corona earlier today. And I said, wow, I like Coronas. And yeah. then we go, boom, into the 70 <laughs> ring gauge. Seven so Coronas. I smoked, I, I smoked, I nubbed that. You know, they're, they're doing all kinds of testing, and we're going to get into that in, um, in the next hour. We're going to smoke a test cigar from Asylum. But I smoked a little test Corona. And in my office, there it is. I mean, I couldn't oh, wow. hold it any further. Delicious. I bet. Delicious. So that's how I started today in his, in his uh, number two. Uh, ridiculous 70 ring gauge. Um, but they're selling. People like them. It has good flavor to it. It's not m- m- muted down to nothing. Nope. It's good. Maybe they have a double binder going on. That's what you were saying. Well, I think they, what I think they did, and then this is just me remembering, and I'm, I'm going to ask John this. I have it written down, that I think that what they're doing is the wrapper is the same as the binder, but they could have a double binder as well, all three leaves being the same, and now you can't be muted because you've got three very flavorful leaves Right at the uh, the outer edge of that that combustion. Well, we're speaking of big cigars, do you remember uh, the Puros Indios Chief? Yes, eighteen by sixty six. Yeah, that's a big cigar. What was the size? Can eighteen we, uh, inches long by sixty six ring gauge. I think we should address the uh, chicken in the room. Let's do that. Um, so uh, Wednesday we had. Asylum is about crazy things, and uh, one thing I tried to do is actually rent out an asylum, um, a place that used to be uh, mentally, um, you know, an old broken-down warehouse type of hospital that's out of business and, you know. All old and decrepit. Right, and, yeah. and have an event. Still have the, the tools, the bloody tools from right. cutting people's brains Right, that'd be awesome, and I, I made lots of calls. I could get nowhere around here, and, and there are... 
asylums and leftover places and stuff, but nobody to get a hold of to, to do it and, uh, rather than to just walk in and take the place over mm-hmm. and get arrested. So we said, okay, let's come up with something crazy, and we came up with the chicken poop party. And um, the idea of the chicken poop party um, was that the chicken walks around and goes to the bathroom on somebody's lucky number. That's what it was. And if you want to see some um, video of it, you can find it on Facebook.com slash The Cigar Authority. Okay. The Cigar Authority Facebook page. And um, one thing we did was uh, name the chicken. We had a little little contest there. Now, hang on. Yeah. I think this was a little on the rigged side because the name that won was not the best name in the stack. I saw them all. There he- was one that was you better. you here when I announced them? So I, I pulled, of all of them, I pulled four or five aside. Yeah. And I said, here's the contenders that are going on right now, just so you know, <laughs> this is who we're thinking of. And um, there was some political stuff. There was some food stuff. There was some uh, negatives against you and Barry. Barry, you weren't even here for I it. I don't think there was a negative some, at all. You're going to name the chicken Mrs. Jonathan. It's perfect. Yeah. And what was the name? Uh, you can't uh, give it a boy's name. Barry. Just Barry? <laughs> yeah. I could deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think there's something wrong with that. Naming a, a Jonathan. chicken a man's name is wrong. That they, they were making fun of you. But Mrs. Jonathan was one it's the of female names. version of me. Yeah. She happens to lay golden eggs. Frank's laughing awful hot over there, so I think he came up with that one. <laughs> <laughs> just a guess. <laughs> and uh, you're just fun to make fun of. I, I guess. I like it. Yeah. I like it. So, um, and then there was some food ones, and there was some that weren't there, like Nugget. I would have liked Nugget. Chicken nugget. The colonel. Yeah. Right. The colonel was there. Somebody had picked the colonel. But the winner was piccata. Chicken piccata. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's got the little, um, <coughs> those little, what are those? Capers. Yeah. Capers is the word I was looking for. Capers is the thing there. And what, lemon. And what the hell is a caper? It's a little. <laughs> Rudy's saying that you should have called the chicken Little Jerry. Somebody said little, yeah. nice. but not Jerry. Little Jerry. <laughs> little Jerry would have been good. Yeah, yeah they, there's uh, only the listeners of the show would get it. <laughs> it's gold, Jerry. It's gold. So, um, Piccata. It ended up being Piccata, and then we had a little contest with that person, and then they won. And then, um, then we brought the chicken into the cage pen, pen yeah. uh, coop. Coop. And um, Piccata walked around, and we wrote the word asylum in the coop. Yeah. And then we had all the numbers around. And everybody's standing around watching it, and we had some funny music playing. And uh, he walked around, and they say every 20 minutes or so, he goes. She. She. And uh, I would say less than 20 minutes was the first one, but it was on the letter U. And nobody has the letter U. We had all numbers. They actually went right to the word asylum and, and Boom. went right there. Very apropos. So then uh, she went around again for a while, and then she went again, and she went on the number of one of the people who didn't show up. There was a total of two people that were no shows, so there were two extra numbers, and she goes on that. So I'm like, oh, my God. And we had the constipation clause that we were only going to watch this for one hour. Yeah. So about 45 minutes into it, 40, 45 minutes into it, she ends up going on number, lucky number 16, who was Andy Nem- Numbers Nelson, is the, is the winner of the chicken, chicken poop. You know what bothers me about that? He wins a lot. He wins. And he is so hesitant 
to buy tickets to the event. Yeah. I don't know if I'll like it. It's like, Andy, just buy the ticket, man, and then you'll win. Yeah, you win a $200 box. Just buy the ticket. We had the the food from the Chicken Connection in Haverhill, Massachusetts. Outstanding. Fantastic. They are very good. Outstanding food. And uh, it, was, it was a fun time, and at the end, and Chuck was here and did some of the announcing and playing the music, and his gift at the end was the chicken itself, piccata. Probably now, the best paycheck you've ever received. Yes. So did you walk out with the chicken into your arm, or did you actually put it in the cage? No, so Dwayne, uh, one of our astute two-guy employees here, had found, I guess, in one of his jogs, this large dog crate, like an extra-large-sized dog crate, um, which piccata was in. So when we showed up uh, prior to the event, there she was kind of on a, uh, an elevated table with a light inside, and he had it all laid out with hay, and there's about a month's supply of food and a little water dish for her and a nice little comfy environment. Yeah. So to answer your question, Barry, uh, she came home in that. We got her in the back of the SUV and fit right in, and it was no issues. Has she become her name yet? She doesn't respond to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But she doesn't respond much uh, anyways. And I was kind of worried because Dwayne was kind of giving me some instructions on how to handle her properly. This is my first time ever owning a chicken. <laughs> so, you know, Your for example. Your parents have chickens. They have chickens, but I don't interact with them or anything. You know? <laughs> when, you it gets, when it gets cold, you want to put a cape on. I guess. Chicken cape on? But, you know, he's kind of showing me the proper way to to pick him up, and he says, you know, you, you Not the neck. grab him underneath the wings, and then you can grab him by the legs and hang him upside down, and they won't be pecking at you. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm gonna, my hand, I need to wear gloves. So uh, long story short, she's very docile. She really is a sweetheart. Um, you can pick her right up. Um, like I said, she doesn't really respond to names, but if you go up to her and kind of make some sweet sounds, she'll yeah. kind of come up. You can pick her up very easily, you know, just wrapping both hands around her, basically, and putting her back inside. Now, I'm having some challenges. I have a husky, a 13-year-old Siberian husky, and I make sure that they're never kind of in the same place at the same time. They love chicken. But, yeah, he loves, yeah. (laughs) My other dog, who unfortunately was hit by a car a couple years ago, Lily, another Siberian husky, had killed one of my parents' chickens. We brought the dogs over one day, and they have Next thing you know. Yeah, next thing you know, one of the chickens is missing, and there she is, and, you know, yeah. So Did it eat the chicken? No, she just... Caught the chicken, kind of, you know, have you ever seen a dog oh, yeah. take one of those toys and shake its head, you know, viciously? Yeah. She did that. <laughs> Unfortunately, killed the, killed the chicken. So, you know, that was unfortunate. But like I said, with Shiloh, my, my, my only remaining husky, uh, and Picada, um, they've seen each other. You know, Shiloh's gone up while she's in her cage, and he's just, you know, flipping out. Like, here's yeah. dinner. <laughs> Let her out of that cage. I want to eat. So uh, it's probably not the best environment uh, for Picada where, where I'm at right now, having Shiloh. It's either Shiloh or Picada, and Shiloh's, you know, 13 years old. He's got 13 years on her. So mm-hmm. Picada will likely end up at my parents' house who have, like I said, I think they have 11 and chickens. you technically owe them a chicken since your dog <laughs> You know what, Jonathan? That's an excellent point. Chicken. That's an excellent point. It would be a debonair thing to do. That's to very true. I am replacing the chicken now. It's yes. only been four years, right? but here you go. Here you go. She's a sweetheart. Has she laid an egg yet? She hasn't. I'm waiting, man. Okay. I'd love to get at least one egg before I make that, that hand Once up. she does, starts going. It's going to be every single day. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. And, you know, free-range fresh eggs are the best. You've had them, right? I don't think so. Oh, David, you're missing out. There I, is a difference. There is absolutely well, a difference. And it's night nice, psychological. There is clearly... The store-bought ones, yep. when you crack the egg and you drop it in the pan, the yolk 
the, the yolk stays in the middle, but the white continues to run. With a free-range egg, the, the white stays right there. So you end up with a tight, tight egg. Yeah. Much more nutrients out of it. They're very dense. You get more energy. Plenty of vitamin A and D. <laughs> Found fresh From these eggs. extra long <laughs> chicken <laughs> eggs. <laughs> Chuck was being the announcer oh, at, the, at the thing. I had too much fun with that. <laughs> I, was, I was a little nervous. Like, all right, should great. I put on the fake radio voice you, and really get into it? You did great. You did great. So, uh, listen, it was fun. Will we ever gonna do, do it again? again? I don't know. I don't, maybe. You gotta if do we again. do, it's going to have to be multiple chickens because one chicken standing there, I mean, after two minutes, I'm like, all right, is this over? Yeah, at the 40-minute mark, it's like, whew, all right. And we've got to make sure all the squares have numbers on them. Correct. Because and, and by squares, just so our listening audience understands. So up tiles here, on the floor. It's tiles. It's 12 by 12 tiles, and, you know, you, you properly numbered each one, and then on a set of tiles was the word asylum, A-S. Yeah. And you just use dry erase markers. And I put and it, it up, up right towards up. The, the, the fence, so I knew all the people would be standing around smoking cigars in there and that the chicken would stay away from them. But the opposite happened. That particular chicken goes right over to people. Yeah. Very social. And, I think and that's it was why trying to get out is what was going no on. No way. Get out be- in front of all those people? Because it knew that the um, window, the door over there, when that was open, it went toward the open door and it saw the window and it tried to go out the window. I learned a lot about chickens. They're nice. They're not They're bad. Nice. Yeah. You held it. Yep. Yeah, you did. You yep. held the chicken. I might have squeezed. I saw the picture on Facebook of me <laughs> holding it. It looks like I'm squeezing him it too does. tight. <laughs> you don't want to do after he had already gone. It I could understand if I was trying to squeeze. It looked like chicken. a bagpipe. Yeah. You're holding it like a bagpipe. Yeah. But I was a little nervous because of my first time holding the chicken. I got a little nervous when the police showed up. I wasn't sure what was yes. going on with that. So all of a sudden we had a couple of police there, you know, when regular plain clothes policemen customers, and all of a sudden a policeman comes in with the flashlight yeah, thing going, and goes, all right, what's going on over here? He's all dressed up in the blues and stuff, and it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, uh, should I kill the music? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Let like I was back in college breaking up a party, you know? Like, yeah. So what do you think? This is the asylum. Burning well. Yep. Uh, not a lot of smoke coming out of it when you're not puffing on it, but when you do, it's like mm-hmm. the people doing the vape and stuff. You get a lot of smoke out of the cigar. I can see why it sells. The flavor is wonderful. Flavor's good, and it's oh. burning very cool. Yeah. You can yeah. draw on it more times without it heating up. It would be good as a torpedo. Would it be? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, man. And you wouldn't have to hold that all yep. up? A long torpedo. What do you want to say? Um, pyramid. Yes. A pyramid. There you go. A pyramid. So, you, you know, in, in uh, any um, cigar torpedo pyramid, they're all, what, um, Figurados. Figurados. So I can't think of a pyramid. Uh, Padron has a pyramid. Long. Yeah, it's yeah. drawn out. Yeah. They're 80th, I think. You've got a lot of places ones, where you can choose to cut that. Yeah. But I wouldn't. I would normally not cut it the 70. It's, it just feels so uncomfortable, though, like in your mouth, you know? Like. Yeah. Here's the Andy winner right here. Here's Nelson. the winner. Here's the winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. But I'm surprised. Look that up on those. Google. Win a win a chicken dinner. Picture Andy Nelson comes up. That's what's going to happen there. Pretty so good. You blew it out your nose. Yes. Oh, you retroed. A lot of smoke. <laughs> Too much smoke to me to even give this a shot. Go ahead, Mrs. So Jordan. next week, no Dave. No Dave next week. So Gianna's uh, graduating college. So I will not be here. You guys are on your own. I won't even be listening. So this will be the first time. Thank God. Um, away and not even uh, cringing of what's going to go on. We uh, uh, better guys better plan something. Some of the topics will be uh, cigars and hiccups. 
And uh, I'm doing an experiment where I'm smoking a 50-ring-gauge cigar alongside a 60-ring-gauge cigar to evaluate what the real value is of each cigar. Is the 60-ring-gauge a better value than the 50-ring-gauge? And we'll have the, that information you. meaning are you going to get more of a, a longer smoke? Well, you pay more. Yeah. You pay more for the 60, anywhere from 50 cents to as much as $1.25 per cigar to get the 60 over the 50. So is that a better value than the, to- the regular Toro? Is the like Gordo that. a better value than the, the Toro? You would think yes. Right you off the bat, think you'd it. think yes, but the data is going to speak for itself. And I have a couple of additional experiments, not cigar-related, that prove my theory. And in the second hour, I'm going to be doing a thing on uh, sports, playoffs, and the history of cigars with championships. It sounds like a totally boring show to me, but perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, you guys. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we will introduce you to John Toscano. He is a rep uh, who spent most of his life in the cigar business. I was talking to him earlier. He's been around for a long time. Young guy, but he's, uh, his whole life is in it. We'll get to know him and a couple of new cigars coming out of the mines of asylum. Answering the, date, the age-old question, have you ever... Had it in the can. Have you? Have you ever had it in the can? I have. You have? Giggity. I remember the first time I had it in the can, and I loved it. Really? Well, you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. (laughs) What about It's Not Your Grandfather's Cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about Good to the Last Draw? Ah, Something original, people. You deserve a brick today? (laughs) Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. 
You've heard us over and over again talking about the brands who advertise on the Cigar Authority show. Now here's your chance to try them all in samplers we call the Sponsors Deal. The Sponsors Deals are just that. Deals from the cigar brands that support the Cigar Authority. To see this week's Sponsors Deal, which not only run out every week, but is always limited. Just go to thecigarauthority.com and on the right-hand side, simply click the Sponsors Deal to see what this week's Sponsors Deal is. Please help the brands that help us bring you the Cigar Authority. Our friends at twoguyscigars.com will get it out for you, and you'll be getting a great deal while helping those who help us. The Sponsors Deal from the Cigar Authority sounds like a win-win-win to me. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast now over six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. With us is a guy who started in a cigar shop and then three different cigar companies. He's young in age, but long in the cigar business. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority, and welcome John Toscano to the Cigar Authority. Welcome, John. Thank you, guys. It's a pleasure being here. I've uh, definitely made it, uh, I guess, to the big time now. Yeah, I don't know about that. This is <laughs> as big as it gets. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for you all these years. So you, you've been out here for a long time, huh? When did you start? Uh, I started when I was 13. Oh, my God. Uh, working for my father, who uh, had a um, private label that he was selling in, in, in the mid-'70s and into the '80s. And then, uh, yeah, so I started working for him, and then he opened his first shop. I went into the shop. So what was the there. brand? What was the it brand? was called Hoja de Honduras. It was in a the uh, '70s. Yeah, well, he started out as a rep in the 70s. Okay. And uh, he was actually working, uh, he was the first rep in the Northeast for uh, Antillian, Sosa. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, my uh, I mean, he had a full-time job, and he was on the road, and he said, you know, I want to sell cigars, too. So uh, that's kind of how he got started. And I kind of, you know, de facto being his son, you know, uh, my job was to uh, fill orders. And then when he opened the first shop, I went in the shop, started working for him there. We had a wholesale. We had a retail. And that's where I kind of got the bug. Got, yeah. And this yeah. is New Jersey, right? So, yes, I am from the wonderful land of New Jersey New where Jersey. hopes are made and then dashed in 10 minutes. Yeah. So. <laughs> Chris Christie land, right? So I have, oh, yes. Yes. I have yeah. to imagine that yeah. the uh, interview process for getting the job working for Asylum is uh, someone handing you a big ring gauge cigar and say, here, smoke this. <laughs> Are you, are you comfortable with this? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a small ring gauge guy. I'm more of a traditionalist. So, uh, you know, I know we're, that's what we're known for. That's, that's our thing, the big ring gauge. But I'll be honest with you, I, I mean, I'm smoking a Corona right now. And I you were earlier inside. today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I can you know. See you had go, yeah. go to. Because you have yeah. other things, uh, not just in the Asylum line. Correct. There's, there's other brands. You know, the Aroa line, uh, which is, uh, you know, very near and dear to Christian's heart. Sure. Um, listen, you know, that when, when Christian came back in 2012, and we're only going on our fourth year being in business, uh, you know, I think Christian wanted to come back and just make the cigar that, you know, he always envisioned. And, uh, you know, listen, Christian's a young guy. He's got a long way to go. Uh, you know, tradition being what it is, you know, he likes that medium, the full. And, you know, Asylum, the big ring gauge, you know, Christian, 
never intended to do that. Right, uh, I would know. imagine. Yeah, but, you know, the story goes that Tom Lazuka said to Christian, um, listen, I want you to get the 7 by 70 moles. And Christian thought he was kidding. And Tom said, no, I, I'm, I'm ordering the bands. So a couple weeks later when the bands came in, he said, you know, did you get the moles? He goes, no. I really thought you were joking. I didn't order them. He said, like, no, what are you talking about? I got the bands, man. You got to get the molds. So, uh, you know, that's kind of how it came to be. And, and, yeah, it's our number one selling size, the 7 wow. by 70 Do you think and that the se- success of the 70 is because it's sitting next to, on the shelf, the 80? And the guy's like, I'm not putting that in my mouth, but I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take a step down. <clears throat> you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm, I'm intrigued by the 80. I gotta, I'll be honest with you. I did not think we came out with the 8x80 uh, last year. I really didn't think it was going to sell. I, I was like, who's going to buy this? It's, it's like know? a dare idea. You yeah, smoke it, exactly. Right? You, know? <laughs> you know, I remember I was working for Fuente Newman for a long time. I remember when the 6x60s came out, and we're in a sales meeting, and someone pulls out a 60 and said, you know, have you seen this cigar? And we're all like, who in the world right. would buy that? That thing's a beast. And the chat room right now is saying the 60 is their favorite size. You know, 60, uh, and and obviously, David, you would know this, the the 60 right now is the second best-selling size in our our industry. Imagine that. Wow. Yeah. I would have lost a bet on that for sure. I think it's Toro is number one, 60, and then Robusto. So I, I think, you know, what Asylum brings, I think there's a, and like you said before, we weren't the first. Um, but there's a, there's a value perspective with it. You know, the guys say, listen, I'm going to smoke this cigar for two, three hours. I'm paying eight bucks. Yeah. Know, and, and, you know, the blend is there. You know? It is. I think yeah. it was. This is, I think, the first cigar that was actually blended for the big ring gauge to begin with, as yeah. opposed to they had the Toro Robusto torpedo and then said, okay, let me add a 60. This yeah. is what all companies did. But you guys blended to we the We started. Big, right. Yeah, yeah we started with the 70. Like the Ogre, for example, you know, we only had the 70. Yeah. Uh, now we have it in Robusto. We have it in 60, 70, <coughs> 80. Uh, we do have uh, new sizes that we're introducing next month. We will have a Toro size. And all wow. the Asylum 13 lines. Nice. So the Havana, the Ogre, and the Corojo will have a 6x52. Wouldn't this be interesting um, as, this, as a 70 ring gauge as a pyramid coming down so that we could well, put less in our mouth? You know, we did the, uh, the Super 1118, which is an 8-inch cigar. It's a 60 ring gauge going to a 70 back to a 60. And it's capped at both ends. So realistically, you can smoke it from either end. And when we introduced that along with the 8x80, I thought the 11, 8, the Super 1118 was just going to be like, oh, that's, that's the perfect size. Right. It gives the 60 smoker. It gives the 70 smoker. And lo and behold, people just gravitated towards the 8x80. Oh, my God. It's a phenomenon wow. to me. How, you know? could you, how could you really smoke it from both sides if the wrapper is... Wrapped in one direction. Once you is it was it capped like actually capped on both sides? Yeah, yeah, it's capped on both uh, sides. Yeah. So listen, <laughs> let's be honest. There's guys who cut that thing in half and smoke it, right? You know, because now they're smoking a seventy one end and a sixty at the other. You know, wow. I don't. Uh, That's nice. I don't promote that. <laughs> I want You'd have to have a pretty to, thick cutter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is the is the wrapper and the binder the same leaf? Is that how we're able to get so much flavor out of a seventy ring gauge? 
Um, I will say this. And I don't want you to get yourself fired. May, I should no. have started with May, that. Maybe it is, and maybe it isn't. That's what I, that's <laughs> what I had heard, and I don't know where I heard it, so I can't yeah. cite a source there. But Yeah, um, I am not. Uh, You're not at liberty I'm, to discuss I'm that. I'm not. Uh, you know, I could tell you guys. Christian's but, you not know, listening. No, but, no, but the no. thing is, they, <laughs> you know, there's, since they've. Really, I would say if you go to big ring, ring gauge cigars, you guys own the market. You've got to be number one as far as big ring gauge uh, brand. Nothing comes close uh, in our stores well, anyway. Thank nothing. Thank you. Um, and what we do see is copycat versions. This is a whole industry is a copycat version of somebody else doing it. So the next thing you know, the, the problem that has come out is everybody that has come out to copy it, the it is a gimmicky cigar that doesn't have a doesn't good have, flavor yeah. to it to begin with. Uh, Jonathan started the show saying, here's the unique thing about this thing is, I think we have a gimmicky cigar, but it actually tastes really good. So it, it continued year after year after year. Yeah. It, can, it can sustain itself. And the, the one thing about a big ring gauge cigar is you don't have to be a professional cigar smoker to pull it off. You can puff on it as many times as you want. Right. You can kind of light it half-assed and, and get half of it lit. It'll catch itself up. Really, the guys, you, you folks at Asylum and CLE have done a bang-up job producing a product that performs in the marketplace, and you almost can't mess it up, and I think that's the success of it. Thank you. I would suggest the triple flame yes. uh, lighter. <laughs> yeah, don't be trying to light this with a match. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just You're not gonna, gonna you need a lot of Paper matches. matches. You're yeah. going to be using eight books. Yeah, right. Bonfire to light that thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think, listen, the, the, the copycat, it's, it's flattery. Um, you know, we, we look at it as, hey, listen, we're still going to do what we do. Right? Yeah, let, it, let, copy, every, you know, let, let the marketplace chase you, not the other way around. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're, we're going to do what we do, what we specialize in. That's, you know, that, that's always going to be our, our formula. Um, but we have so many other things. You know, we're not just Asylum, uh, the CLE lines, the Aroa lines, um, you know, the, the uh, Christian's uh, – uh, the Aroa Natural. We just yes. got uh, number one cigar of the year in Cigar Journal. Right. Uh, which On the is, size that shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, yeah. Uh, you, you, and, and it's funny because, you know, Asylum is known as such a big ring gauge cigar. We got uh, top 25 uh, our first year in Cigar Aficionado. With a 50. What? No. 44. Smaller. 44. 44. Four yes. by 44. That's right. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, and it wasn't even the 13. It was the, the Asylum Premium. Right. The one with the, the purple wings, you know. So it was like, it just, it didn't make sense at the time. But lo and behold. That's, no, you guys you are know, killing it on everything. Yeah. Everything that comes out is fantastic. So, uh, which will take us to the uh, cigar in the can. And this is a personal question, but have you ever had it in the can? <laughs> uh, uh, C Block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a bad night. We don't we don't talk about those right. uh, the college years now. Right. <laughs> but uh, last night, yeah, <laughs> wonderful hotel in New Hampshire. It was it was awesome. Really, um, no. So this project, these cigars were something that we had in stock, and we didn't have enough to do a full release. And Christian does not believe in doing limited edition uh, runs. He wants, you know, usually if he can't make a million cigars with that tobacco, he usually doesn't really use it. So uh, we made these cigars, I believe, in 2013 uh, is when they were rolled. We've had them sitting there. We couldn't decide what to do with them. So we said, let's put them in these cans. Uh, you know, packaging is, is, 
as you know, is everything in this business. You can yeah. have the best cigar in the world, but the packaging. Yeah, you got bad packaging. Yeah, no one's going to buy it. And you got wood problems. There's, there's problems with trees in Honduras and Nicaragua yeah. big time. Yeah. Nicaragua. Giggity. Yeah. Nicaragua just put a freeze on all wood harvesting. Wow. Yeah. You know, and that's something that Christian has been um, yeah. very uh, proactive with. For years. Um, They're just looking you know, for even a little extra days. palm greasing, am I right? <laughs> yeah. No, they got a serious issue, yeah. serious problems. They, they take the trees down, they don't replant, and then the oh. rains come and they wash. The, the, the country's falling apart because of... Uh, so you pay the president of Nicaragua a couple of million dollars, all the cigar guys get involved, and nah, I don't problem think so. goes away? I think, I think you're going to start <laughs> yeah. seeing unique packaging like this, which is, you know, you, you've all seen a can before, but... Um, it's a Pringles can. It's an oversized Pringles can. Yeah, with the peel-off top thing on it. With a, I'm waiting for the snake to jump out when right. you open yeah. it. Right, <laughs> yes, yes, that's more like that. Um, that but, should be a thing where every hundredth one has, has a the, snake the coil in snake. It, that's and funny. it gets your prize. <laughs> but but here's one I, I have here. It's n- number 25 of 50. Yes. So they've only made 50 of this particular one. Yeah, that is the Robusto. Okay. It is a uh, Nicaraguan uh, blend Havana wrapper. And uh, you at two guys got all 50. I took all, there was only 50. <laughs> there was so only 50. To, you I'll got take, them all. How many did you want? Uh, 37? Yeah. I, I'll just take them all. Take all 50. So yeah. um, they ended up putting yeah. 15 in here. 15? Yeah, 15 cigars in, in, in the can. And this is a totally different product than, than the next one, right? Yeah, the, the next one is a 6x60, and that has uh, 12 cigars in it, and there's actually two Maduro embedded in Ten there. 10 natural and two yeah. Maduro yeah, mixed so in the can. Mixed, yeah. You know, and so we opened some, and people have taken the first two Maduros go first. Yes. And then they go <laughs> only because there's only two. I mean, they, what if there were two yeah. natural? Those, those, would those, go those would probably go first. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because nobody ever smoked these before. And the, the six by sixties are um, 300 cans of those. Yes. 300. Right. Which Is I believe you separate, also got 50. Two separate so. blends on the natural and Maduro in there. Or is it the same blend? Just the wrapper's different. Uh, again, um, don't tell I'm me. Gonna you can't tell the, me. Uh, I'm going to plead the fifth on this one. <laughs> were these were these were these test blends that eventually went on to become something else in a different format? No, the idea was that this was going to be something that we released, but we just didn't have enough to do a full release. Because the sixty has you know. some similarities to uh, the Nictophilia, and it could be because it's the same wrapper, the San Andreas wrapper. Uh. I would say it's a. I would say it's a little different. It's stronger. Uh, it, it's yeah. I would say yeah. because you know the nictophilia. What I get from that cigar, uh, I don't get all the pepper and spice, right? Uh, like that you get from the thirteen, from right? The thirteen uh, Habano, correct? But I think personally that the nictophilia is more. It's fuller bodied. It's it's more rich in flavor. Uh, especially I smoked the robusto. Uh, that first light was like, oh man, whoo! I'm 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 in for I'm in for a nice uh, ride here. Uh, halfway through, it really balanced out, and uh, it was very enjoyable cigar. Right. So I think with the Maduro here, it's just I think there's that flavors throughout the whole. Right. You know, and I think it's a more ramped up version as well. Yeah, I would say so. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that's a pretty fair assessment. Uh, you know, so, so and we're going to be doing more things like this. Uh, Christian's plans are to do more things like this. Um, you know, just for change of pace, 
you know, stuff that we have. Yeah, it says it's know, an experiment. So. It has a, you can see faded behind here is the Asylum 13 name on it, but it is experiment. Yes. Yeah. So uh, in tension. essence, it really has no name. <laughs> right. You know. But I'll tell you, um, and I don't know if you know this, um, and I've had a, a long relationship with Christian um, dealing with that company before he came on board. But when he did come on board, he had an idea of bringing the Camacho brand back alive. Yeah. And uh, they purchased the Camacho brand from Simon Camacho and uh, brought it to Honduras and uh, began yeah. that process for one year with me as an experiment. Right, yeah. And um, changing the, the blends, changing the wrappers, changing the packaging. This thing went on for a whole year. And with him calling me multiple times a week, asking me how it's going, <coughs> change the price, all this went through. And then he says, okay, we got it. And then sent me something totally different <laughs> than what I have gone through. So th- this is, you know, it, it was an experiment, and it turned into Camacho. Yeah. So my thought is this is an experiment, and this will someday turn you know, into, turn into yeah, something. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, if, if you end up purchasing this, we would love to hear from you of what you thought of the 50 ring gauge and what you thought of the 60 ring gauge and what you thought of the Maduro if you got that one because they're all different products that are in here, and who knows that later on this will become uh, the, the uh, authority cigar or whatever it's going to end up yeah, being. Yeah, who knows? You know, who um, knows? Listen, the possibilities, I, th- I think, are limitless, uh, the way Christian does things. Um, you know, I, I really enjoy Christian, working for Christian. He's a really down-to-earth guy. He's, he's not like a lot of these uh, other cigar makers that are uh, flashy. And, and He's not looking for the rock star persona. He's just... He just wants to make great cigars. Right. And he certainly about. doesn't have to do it for money you know? anymore. He, he he rang the bell, man. He, he, right. hit, he hit the home run on it. Uh, now he's trying to make a great cigar. And I'll tell you, um, this isn't a testament to also not trying to uh, make a lot of money on it because you're looking at 5 and $6 cigars? About yeah. That, yeah. yeah, retail. Yeah. So $5 Robusto, $6 um, 660 ring gauge yeah. as a um, – Small limited product, yeah. so you're only making fifty of something. You'd think you'd get fifteen dollars a piece for it, but you get five dollars a piece for it. There's only fifty of them. Yeah, that's it. You, anybody else? Anybody else would have went to the top price, and he went down to no. It's an experiment. We're going to see how it does. Just five bucks. You yeah. know, see what people think. Well, at that point, I mean, people can afford to smoke it a couple of times yeah. and give you good feedback. You're talking sixty sixty something dollars for a full can of limited release product. And, and then that's the end of it. And there will be something else after. Yeah, don't fall in love. <laughs> right, absolutely. <laughs> don't fall in love with this. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I, you know, and I think that's something that, again, you know, listen, Asylum is a value line. That, that's, listen, let, let's, let's be honest, man. Cigar, that, that cigar should be selling for 10 bucks. You know, we sell it for seven. Right. We sell it for eight. Yeah, it could certainly you know, get more. Which, yeah, you certainly could. You know, in the history of, God, we weren't the first to do a 770, sure. obviously. But were we the first to make it more affordable sure. and offer a, a, a better taste and, and a better quality? Uh, maybe. I don't know. You know, I, I'm going to go there. You know? So uh, you, uh, you sat into the chicken poop party. Is this your first? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the 30-plus years I've been uh, in the cigar business, uh, I have come across a first. Here we go. Uh, and uh, I must say, it was entertaining. <laughs> yeah. You know, I felt kind of bad for uh, 
the uh, what did we settle on? Picada. 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 Yeah. yeah. I felt. I felt. A little sorry for her because uh, well, who likes think, to poop with that many people well, staring at it. them? And not just staring at them, but you know, people are chasing her. They're you're <laughs> yelling at her, trying not yeah. to make her poop on the letters. But she's anymore. doing very well. Yeah, you know? she, she, yeah. She's a member she of Chuck's found, family. Found now. a good home with yeah. Chuck. All right, yeah. good, yeah. good. And, and she's he's saying she's awesome and she, she likes is. to be touched. Well, and, uh, good. Yeah. Well, don't we all? We I, know. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope to get a Christmas card from her this year. There we go. <laughs> Something nice, you know. Maybe do a calendar, just piccata calendar. <laughs> there we go. You know. Uh, dress her up in different outfits. Recipe you know. suggestions. Yeah, there you go. You know, yeah. for, you know, yeah, exactly. for the chickens. I imagine they wouldn't be chickens, so. Uh, but that was a great night. I had a lot of fun. Uh, well, it's something out of the box because that's the company and, and trying to come up with something and say, all right, uh, we got this idea. Who would this be perfect for? So I sent an email to Tom and to Christian, and I heard from them within five minutes of each other. Uh, we're in. Right, yeah. <laughs> Give us the details. We are in. Yes. So um, it, it's something crazy and put yeah. some attention to it. Uh, let me ask you this. Do you know of, um, as we're wrapping up this hour, anything new uh, to look forward to for Asylum, CLE, AROA, or anything from that company? Yeah, we got a couple new things uh, on the horizon. Uh, like I said, we're coming out with the Toro size in yeah. the 13s. Uh, then the next uh, release will be uh, two new blends on the CLE side. Mm. Uh, one will be a natural called the Chile, and the Maduro will be the Prieto. I smoked both in Honduras in January. Um, they offered, you know, from the current CLE uh, lines, uh, these were uh, got a little more robust richness, fullness to them. Uh, it's a Nicaraguan blend, and uh, but they smoke very smooth, and that will be out in May. There'll be four sizes in each. Oh, that's soon. Okay, it's going to retail. I believe uh, in between the eight to ten dollar range. Okay. Okay. Nice. Uh, those are coming. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, we just released the Asylum 13 in Connecticut. Uh, so something for a little bit milder smoker. Which is an awesome Connecticut, by the way. It's yeah, a, you know. It's a Nicaraguan I, Connecticut. Sure. You yeah. Know, what like I, typical Dominican Connecticut. Yeah, what I like about, you know, we use a Connecticut seed Ecuadorian wrapper. And, you know, through history, every time you smoke Connecticut shade, for me, it's very dry, very toasty. I get that, like, cotton mouth type of reaction. This has a little bit more flavor uh, than that. So that's new. Uh, of course, the Nyctophilia is now, uh, we are now releasing that to the, the, the whole country. So that's going to be fairly new. You guys have had it. Yeah. Yep. How know, about the dragon's milk thing? Uh, dragon's milk. Oh, here we go. So dragon's <laughs> milk. We, um, we, we received a, uh, a cease and desist from another company. Oh, God, again. Over the name Dragon. So uh, we decided uh, to just uh, lay that project to rest instead of fighting it. Boy, and, that's, uh, you could that call was a price it something else and just keep releasing it because it sold out in like three days. Right. And we were actually on the verge of uh, releasing two more sizes in it. So Stick them in listen, a can. It, it, might still, it might still come around. But it just will not be called Dragon's Milk, most likely. All right. We'll, so we'll watch for that. Yeah. And, and let me just co-sign yeah. what Dave said, John. This in a Corona size would be the home run. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you got to smoke the Robusto, then. 
you know. There we go. Yeah. All right, so, John Toscano, thank you. Thank you, guys. All right. Wonderful hope to, time. Hope to have you back someday. And, uh, yes. We're going to yes. take a break, and when we come back, uh, have you ever got it in a can? Uh, we have two new uh, cigars, experiments in the can, very limited. They're asylum experiments. We're going to uh, open one of the cans up and light it up and tell you what we think of it when we come back. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And there's a good chance that you've learned nothing else in the last hour. So if you happen to be smoking your Asylum 13 along with us, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no. Love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this. A cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos. Jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda. Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? In 2013, Boutique Blend Cigars released Aging Room Quattro, which was the number one cigar in the USA that year, according to Cigar Aficionado. Now, Raphael Nodel, the man behind the Aging Room Small Batches, has released La Boheme. La Boheme is a line that unites Raphael's three most important passions in life, music, Cuba, and cigars. But perhaps the most unique part of creating La Boheme is the way in which Raphael blended this masterpiece. As a Cuban immigrant who came to the USA in a little boat when he was only 15 years old, Raphael had many memories of his native Cuba, but none as strong as the aroma of the Cuban cigars his grandfather used to smoke every day 
in that little park next to his house. Raphael blended countless combinations of different tobaccos and had other people smoke them. He would sit back and savor the aromas until one particular blend finally matched his memories. The same aroma of those Cuban cigars his grandfather smoked. La Boheme, a Dominican cigar with a Cuban soul. This the crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. Where are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's to close his own. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stump. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck. Morrison. I went to Magic Camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. <gasps> it's time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! And we are back with our number two broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios in Tay, high atop Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. If you've never had it in a can, you're missing something. What you're missing is the new Asylum Experiment, and we're going to smoke that in the next hour right here. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world. That is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, Google Play, in your mother's top drawer of her lingerie. Set it and forget it. Yeah, it's right there. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. Okay. Um, I'm going to put the asylum down. What do I got left? I got yeah, half. Yeah. It looks like you smoked about two-thirds. I, got, I, got, I did pretty damn good. You suck that thing down, baby. I like it. I like what it tastes <laughs> like. I'm just not do. happy with the thickness of the cigar. It's too much for me. Um, but that's the case. So seeing that we did the 70 ring gauge, we already smoked the 50 ring gauge, right? Yeah. And that's the limited one to only 50 cans of it. Right. So let's not use up any more of the um, ones that there's only 50 cans of. But there's 300 of these. So let's pop it. And there's the natural and a Maduro. Barry, you must have smoked them both. I smoked just the Maduro. You just smoked the Maduro. So you're going to smoke just the natural yep. and leave the Maduro for someone else. I don't know how to tell which one is the Maduro. This okay. looks like a Maduro here. Okay. I haven't had the natural yet, so I'll, ha- I'll have the natural and, and pray natural. that it's, it's milder. <laughs> I think that looks natural. That Chuck, you want, natural? Natural? you want the natural and Maduro? Sure. Chuck. Go natural. All right. And you're going to smoke the Maduro? I'm going for it. All right, so yours will be a little different than ours. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> it doesn't look all that no, bad, it right? It looks like a, a regular cigar. It's a 60 ring gauge. And it's normally too big, but it doesn't look all that big only because we did the 70. Exactly. But normally I want to go 50. That's where I, I'm most ha- pleasant at the 50 ring gauge. All right. So interesting packaging-wise. So they have them in these, what I would say is a Pringles can, right? And it even opened like one as well. It yes. did. 
It's good I'm going to sneeze because I sniffed that tobacco. Really? Because there's little pieces of tobacco inside the That's can. That's where I was going, going with it. <laughs> so you know what you've got to worry about with, with tobacco that's like that? It's going to heat up, and you're going to end up getting bugs and things like that. But it was all frozen. Everything was frozen in advance so that uh, nothing would end up happening. So I, I talked to him about this because you're going to completely seal it inside the environment. Yep. You know, when we talked about what, what's going to happen, he goes, everything is taken care of. He knows what he's doing anyway. For sure. So. Well, the, the, the interesting thing is they use the short fill pieces to be the extra packing material because bouncing around uncellophane cigars smashing around inside that can is going to be a problem. But yeah. the padding at the bottom being tobacco and it fills in around the, the sides yeah. of the cigars. Because they're perfect. No and they, splits. And they, the, a couple of cans got a little, little damaged, a little banged up, but the cigars inside them are still perfect. So uh, beautiful looking cigar. Yeah, totally. To answer a few people in the chat room, yeah, uh, you can get these at twoguyscigars.com, as well as all Two Guys Smoke Shop locations. Yeah, and and they're gonna be just. We didn't buy all of them, so we bought all the fifty ring gates because right. it was only fifty of them. But we bought fifty of the three hundreds too, and other stores will have the um, the sixty ring gauge ones and uh, or have them. I don't, I don't know who has what, but we have them. Uh, uh, beautiful cigar, yep. and. Um, we know nothing really about it. No, I can tell you a little bit of the backstory if you want. All right, give me something. The experiment is the first of many to come from Christian Arroyo and Tom Lazuka, and it allows the customers and fans to see what goes on in the asylum. The first release from the files of the wardens, Lazuka and Arroyo, contains some test subjects used in a variety of experiments in the asylum. Due to limited tobacco, the cigars were never released, and there are only 300 cans of 6x60, six six, six and only 50 cans of 5x50, five all of which we have. Made in Nicaragua, the cigars are limited due to the limited availability of Condega Lajero, and the cigars oh. were made in 2013. The cigar allows you to reprogram your psyche and allow you to reclaim your sanity from the asylum. They're like, really going for this asylum bit. Well, I wrote that part. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's tension, right, is what they're calling this? This is the, the tension line, yes. But so. T-E-N dollar, dollar sign... sign. I O N. Do the, do this for me, Barry. Yes. What is that letter right there? A. One next to it. O. Say Oa. Oa. Now say Aroa. Uriah. <laughs> he may be right. I don't He's know. He's not right. I've heard Christian Aroa call himself Christian Aroa, and we've had a, a pe- people write in saying it's Aroa, and they wrote it out phonetically. Aroa. Aroa. There's no oi. Whenever I call him Mr. Arroyo, he's never correct. There is, there is a New York where he lived. They, it, it, he sounds New York when he says it. He had, the New York comes out. He of doesn't that, live in New is. York right now. But he did. He's in New Hampshire. Long. Yeah, New Hampshire. So talk like you're New Hampshire. Right? The other day I did say ka. All right. Good. And I got called out on it. Really? Yes. That a boy. And you didn't know you did I it. I didn't realize I did it. So you, you, you're going to change your yeah. voice after, after a while anyway. I was like, are we going to take my car or your car? And I was like, got cold out. Go get some lobster. Lobster. There you go. I'm a customer. All right. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other cigar brands were raising prices, you know what to do. Perdomo. Cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. That they do. I love this cutter. <coughs> the Lotus cutter. Very sharp. It's only second to their lighters. Why don't we do a little draw taste on this thing and All go right. through our thing first. 
I would if I had a sound effect, but <laughs> I was let down. I'm going to be let down, but maybe I'll sing it. Apricot cookie. Apricot cookie. <laughs> Apricot cookie. I'm glad you don't have sound effects. You I, overdo it. I've been eating those cookies. You, he hid them. He, no, I did not oh. hide them. He hid them I in the freezer. I did not hide them. And what did I say when we had the cookies? Where was I putting them, Chuck? In the freezer. In the freezer. I told, that's where they go. I told 30,000 people that downloaded the podcast last week, they're going in the freezer. And you but thought you I was hiding that. So I don't eat a whole box at a time, but I do eat a sleeve. Sure. No, so what he did was he thought I hid them, so he opened up every, every box, freaking box, and took, and one, took cookie. one cookie out. No. Because he's like, ha-ha, you hid them on me, and I found them. I go, let me guess, you found them in your freezer in your kitchen outside your office. <laughs> Why would I hide them there? If I was going to hide them, I would have put salad on top of them. He would have been like, oh, I'm out of right. here. Right. I'm under, not looking any further. Yeah. Under, under the, the broccoli. broccoli. Under the broccoli. <laughs> Hidden under the broccoli, I'll never find it. So dry apricot. With a There's a little cookie. apricot going on. I don't know about cookie. It reminds me of a Stella Dora apricot cookie. App, 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 app. Did you have Stella Dora cookies? Is that the, is that the um, kind of a shape to it? Well, yeah, that was the S cookie, which the is S great cookie. when you dunked it in milk. The S oh, cookie. Those are awesome. Yes. <laughs> the S cookie. And the Swiss fudge cookie. I don't know that, but what's the apricot cookie? There was an apricot cookie. That it had apricots in the center, like yes. a little jelly in yes. the center. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would never get that. Yeah, he wouldn't have eaten that one. But no. the ass cookie, I know, in, yeah. I know in love. Yes. <laughs> the only reason he knows what an oatmeal raisin cookie tastes like is he thought they were chocolate chips, and he was upset. <laughs> he was upset when he found yeah. out they were raisins on the fifth cookie. Raisins and the, and the oatmeal. Why would you do that? It must somebody? be good for you, right? No, it's not. Right. I'm ready to light up. We're going to light up our uh, experimental tension here with the Vertigo Slider, featuring a triangular triple jet, a single action push button, and a flip-out punch that goes beyond vertical. So you folks that like to punch your 8x80s with your Vertigo Slider. Punch it five times. You've got to punch it at least five times. Margaret. Punch it, Margaret. Anything? Well, no. I got to tell you, smoking this feels like I'm smoking a Robusta. Yeah. After that 70, this feels like a Robusta. That's what I was saying at the break. Let's do the 60 because no problem. Now, Jonathan, you're smoking a different cigar than we are, I think. I think I am. Is that Maduro just a wrapper difference on it or completely different? From what I understand, just the, it's a different shade of, I guess one's oh. a San Andreas Negro and one's just a regular San Andreas. Oh. Okay. So this might be a little sweeter than ours. There is sweetness. A little heavy. Yeah. This one's a little heavy. This is heavier than the uh, the Asylum. A little more power. I got to tell you, I love the 50. Yeah. The 50 was a little strong for me. I know you didn't think it was all that strong. But, but in the natural, I'm digging the 60. So there's fourteen, there's thirteen naturals and two, or ten naturals and two. Ten Maduro. and two, yeah. Yeah, so ten naturals, two Maduro. Two Maduros, and you know we we've opened a bunch of these over the course mm-hmm. of the past couple of days, and uh, when we do, they grab the two Maduros, boom. When they hear there's only two Maduros, it's like the prize, I guess. I don't know. Imagine if you could get the cinnamon taste out of dentine gum without the bite. So sweet cinnamon, no bite whatsoever. 
<laughs> I will punch yeah. him in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna. You I'm just gonna. It. I'm just gonna uncover this right here. Chuck. You know, you nailed it. Yeah. Think about, <laughs> it think about what button you push next time. It reminds me a little bit of a red hot. When was the last time you did an office pop? <laughs> I'm about to do a chuck pop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm mode one in the office. Everybody does it. It's important. It's important. June seventeenth, nineteen ninety six. That was the last one I did. Right. It. I'm liking this better than I liked the Robusto, only because there was a good flavor on the Robusto, but that Robusto was so strong. Does it really not feel that all big? It doesn't. No, it feels, it feels like a regular like a cigar. Robusto right now. I have no problem Maybe with a Toro. They've changed the way we look at cigars by having such big cigars. I love the Corona so much this morning. I mean, mm. I nubbed the thing because I loved it so mm. much. I, as soon as I lit it up, I go, why don't we all smoke cigars this size? I'll smoke 12 a day, but... Was was awesome, and it lasted me close to an hour. Yeah, mine lasted me just over an hour. Yeah, and um, well, it's going to be an interesting experiment. I'm interesting uh, what what Jonathan's doing for next week. We talked a little about it today that he is uh, going to be smoking two cigars at the same time, um, taking the same amount of pull off, and coming up with uh, knowing if there is really something to that. Is is the bigger ring gauge? A better value. Yeah. That is the question. All right. It's time for What's Up in the Cigar World. What's up, Barry? It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled N2-bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. This week saw a couple of new arrivals, the first being the 2016 Angel's Anvil from Crown Heads, which is a 55 by 54 box press that is exclusive to TAA retailers of which two guys is also a member. Can we continue to buy that cigar? Or? No. It's once it's gone, oh, it's done. We didn't buy enough. Mm. Correct. We didn't buy enough. I'll tell you right now, almost done, right? Yes. Last year's got a little bit mixed reviews, so went a little light this year, and this year. It's so tough as a, yeah. as a buyer to say, do we buy heavy yeah. or light, and you, you don't have the cigar, mm. and you don't know what to do, and that, that one's a winner. Do you think mm. the success of it is that this one was, was considerably darker than last year's? For the limited edition geeky guy, yes. Because the year prior to that, I remember it being a little darker. Right, and then and last year it was well. light, and it didn't sell that great. So hopefully uh, they learn from this, and next year they go dark. Yes. Can we get a sample of that in advance of the buy is the question. I don't know. Probably you, not. Usually not. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. Buy it blind. Yeah, so oh. how many do you buy? What do you do? Whatever. You roll the dice, and it wasn't that good. I want more of them. Yes. So, John, if you're listening, send us more. Uh, also new this week was the Asylum Experiment, limited to 50 cans of Albano, 300 cans of the San Andreas, Rolled in 2013, smoking them currently. All the 50 rings are available at twoguyscigars.com. The 300 will be two guys and a few other retailers that we aren't really sure of who. Uh, some new trademarks this week. A.J. Fernandez files for Diaz de Gloria, and that's the English equivalent of Glory Days, which they also trademarked. Who is it? A.J. Fernandez. Okay. 
New England outdoorsman and fisherman Charlie Moore has filed for fish stick cigars. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Talk about bad, bad idea right off the bat. Yep. Uh, Andre Farkas of Yahe fame has filed for Hamaki. Farkas. Uh, Laura Rohrer has filed for Dominicana. Don't know how that's going to go. Yeah, uh, that's not going to work. Nick, Nicaragua, uh, Cubano, and Hondoreno. Um, and last week we reported Jonathan Drew was going into the spirits business. This week we learned that Swisher Drew Estate has filed for John Drew as a cigar trademark. Uh, the Nicaragua, wouldn't that be an issue? With no, Elba because Wense? that's the native name for a person of Nicaraguan. But they're not filing for the trademark in Nicaragua. They're filing it for it in the United States. Right. And couldn't that be confusing to somebody? That's the, what trademark's all about. Right, but... Well, El Wawense and Nicowense sound the same to me. But they mean totally different things. I don't care what they mean. They sound the same. I'm a consumer. They sound the yeah, same. Right. If I was Nick Melillo, I would have an issue with that right away. And La Florida Dominicana has to have an issue with them filing with for Dominicana. Dominicana. Yeah, there's, there's two that should go away right off yes. the bat. I would say it's an un... Uh, trademarkable word. Cubano? That's another one. Yeah. They're, they're out of their mind. Yeah. And uh, in industry news this week, we learned now that uh, Hirochi Rabani's HR line has begun shipping to retailers again via Spencer Drake's White Hat Tobacco. Is that uh, the uh, cupcake company? No. Just checking. Okay. <laughs> yes, we received it. product already yep, from them. So, yep, so I got a bill anyway. Yep. So, so and they're okay. now available to be sold online through our website. And we also found out there'll be an extension in IPCPR with a Corona. I smoked that. And a new line that will debut called Hirochi. Uh, Hirochi will feature an Ecuador Habano Claro wrapper, and it will retail for a little bit less at 10 to $13 a cigar. Camacho has announced a new cigar that is part of the Masterbuilt series called Power Band. The cigar features a Habano 2000 wrapper over San Andreas binder. It will retail between 11 and $13. Do you know what Power Band is? Uh, has something to do with an engine, I think. Power band is when you have a two-stroke engine, and you're revving the engine up, and you get to 4,500 to 5,500 RPMs, and the um, mixture of gas and air becomes perfect. And all of a sudden, the bike just takes off. Seeming dirt bikes all the time. Okay. You want to be in power band as much as possible when you're doing jumps and whatnot. And uh, Camacho's parent company, Davidoff, announced a revenue drop this year. The company brought in 1.12 billion U.S. dollars, which is a decrease from 1.32 billion in 2014 and 1.21 in 2013. Wow! So they're lowest in uh, three years, two years. Uh, well, trees don't grow to the sky, man. They've yes. had an unbelievable run. And speaking of them, um, this is the time of year where I usually go down to their. Um, oh yeah. What do you call that? I'm in the board of advisors. And because um, of Gianna's graduation, uh, I got to go to that. I'm going to be missing it. So I'm going to miss all that information unless they send me the notes. I got nothing. But I wasn't supposed to talk about it anyway, and they're probably happy not in there. But they say they're not. But anyway. <laughs> Crown Heads announced that the limited edition Las Calaveras will return this year. The edition Limitada 2016 will use a grade A dark Connecticut broadleaf wrapper over Nicaraguan binder of fillers. It'll be released in June, and like past years, it'll be made at My Father's Cigars. Sizes will be 5x50, five 5.5x54, by 5 by and 6x46, with an MSRP of 9.25 to 11 and a quarter. Doc Broadleaf. Yeah. And lastly, Nelson Alfonso Selected Tobacco 
will re- release the Elegantes, a 6-1 eighth by 55 Gran Toro at IPCPR in Las Vegas. The cigar features tobacco aged for four years, and the cigar itself is aged five years after that. It will be limited to just 200 boxes. It could be used as a humidor, has a hygrometer built into the box, and each cigar will retail for $33. Now, if I'm not mistaken, that is the cigar that's in the six-tube pack of Byron. Your favorite. It's now my second favorite cigar of all time because the Disquinditos is my favorite of all time. (coughs) He told me, Jonathan is going to love this cigar. I already do. I bought 28 of those packs just to get to that cigar. Wow. Because Dave won't sell them to me individually. So he said the cigar is ready. He told me in January, he said... Normally, I don't want you to have it until it's it's there at the show and everything, but I want you to try it. When you come to Cuba, I want you to smoke the cigar. I go to Cuba, and I say, I want to smoke that cigar. Yes, we'll smoke it later. I say it the next day. Yes, we're going to get to it. Before you know it, it was over. I never smoked the damn cigar. I never I never got to it, and I got to wait till the trade show to smoke it. But he said, Jonathan's going to love this. Oh, boy. I do love it. That's What's Up in the Cigar Industry for this week. What's Up in the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's What's Up. Okay, we're going to jump right into the asylum. We're smoking asylum. We're going to go right into the asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right. That's Asylum. A predecessor to the CIA and established during World War II, America's first national spy agency, the Office of Strategic Services, or OSS, employed nearly 13,000 people at its peak in 1944. Julia McWilliams got her first taste of intelligence work in the spring of 1942 as a civilian volunteer in Los Angeles with the Aircraft Warning Service, which tracked shipping along with the California coast in an effort to prevent enemy attacks. She soon applied for the WAVES, which is Women Accepted for Voluntary Emergency Service. But at six foot three. She was rejected for being too tall. Determined to do her part for the war effort and interested in intelligence work, she got a job with the OSS in Washington, D.C. as a research assistant to the agency's leader, William Donovan. The following year, she moved to a new department, the Emergency Sea Rescue Equipment Section, which developed ways to down pilots to survive in remote locations. While there, she helped create chemical shark repellent. It really exists. From 1944 to 1945, McWilliams took assignments in Sri Lanka and China, where as head of the OSS registry, she was responsible for handling high volumes of top-secret documents. She was classified as a senior civilian intelligence officer. 
While in Sri Lanka, Julia met Paul Child, a fellow OSS officer who she married in 1946. In 1948, Paul Child took a job with the U.S. Information Agency in France, and Julia fell in love with the nation's cuisine and studied at Le Cordon Bleu. It's a real thing. In 1961, she published Mastering the Art of French Cooking, a book that launched her career, and Julia Child, Bon Appetit. There we go. All this time, I thought shock repellent was only for the 1960s Batman, but that's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! We're smoking the Asylum 60 Ring Gauge Experiment. Look, it is very aged. Look how very. tight that line is, the combustion line of the cigar. Very, very aged. Right up to the ash. Yeah. Red Hot Fireballs. Red Hot Fireballs. Red Hot Fireballs. You're, so, you're pretending like you're joking, but you're so aggravated <laughs> that people didn't do what they said they were going to do, and you ran out of your little I'm, sound effects. I'm going with my own. They don't have to do it anymore. I'm bringing my own because Red Hot Fireballs could be a nice thing, but I wouldn't have the cigar in advance. You're anymore. dead on, though. I was just thinking that as Jonathan was reading the Asylum segment there, that it's like, what is that candy? It's Fireballs. Red Hot Fireballs. Boom. And I've got a little bit. Probably a little bit more sweetness, but I do have that cinnamony, yeah, fiery component. It's nice, actually. It is. Yeah. It's good. I like this one better than the, the Robusto because it's a little milder. If I, found, I found the Robusto strong. If you like night. stronger cigars, which, Barry, you do. Well, we, the had, Robusto we had maybe. smoked the Connecticut earlier, and then we went to that, and it was way stronger. I don't think this, the fact that you smoked a Connecticut makes the cigar any stronger. That thing was yeah. a powerhouse. I didn't smoke anything before it. See, and I didn't find it to be a powerhouse at all. No, well, you found it to be mild a Milky to me- Way. Yeah, Milky Way. You have a Milky Way to Candy Bar? Bigger asylum than I do. Milky Way, Milky Way. Milky Way to Candy Bar? Will they accept that? Milky Way? No. All right, so next week. Next week, you guys are on your own. I don't know what the heck you're going to do, but uh, tune into it. They're going to uh, smoke a couple of Lagianas, Natural and Maduro, seeing what the wrapper is going to be uh, different to that cigar. The following week when I come back, uh, May 14th, we have Rob Weiss. He is a director, producer, actor, um, writer uh, in Hollywood, and we're going to see if we can get some gig, little walk-on part or something, something to something. go on. Uh, we're going to do an event with him on Friday the 13th. If you're in the area, you want to get a ticket to that. There is a handful left, not many. If you want to get in, uh, it's now or never, I would say, on the Rob Weiss event on the 13th. But on the 14th, we'll talk about that and all uh, things he has coming up cigar-wise uh, because he does have his own cigar. It's B.G. Meyer. We'll smoke that along with him. Uh, part of the care package, I believe, that is already out. The care packages went out, right? Yes, they went out Thursday. Okay, so you have the B.G. Meyer will be there. Um, following week, we have uh, Mr. John Carney is coming. It's not Mr. Anything. It's Mr. John Carney, but he's bringing a friend with him. Girlfriend? No, I think he's bringing Lito Gomez with him. Ah. Lito Gomez will be on the show live with awesome. us. Um, and then uh, we're heading back to, uh, on the 28th, back to uh, two guys in Seabrook. Um, and uh, lots we, more coming Why are we on. going to Seabrook? Somebody's away or something's happening. I don't know. Something's okay. happening. All right. We're going to be in Seabrook for that on the 28th, Chuck Morrison. Got that? Of June. 
of May. Of May, okay. Of May. And then you begin your Patriots thing after no that, sense. right? It's Patriot- crazy. It's cr- crazy schedule. Crazy schedule. Crazy schedule. Uh, and no, uh, no um, quarterback? We have... <laughs> We got they, Garoppolo coming I know, in. I know you're a hardcore sports fan, yeah, so I'm probably obviously. telling you what you already know, but the Patriots did draft a quarterback in the draft last night. Right now is the NFL draft, and for some people it's like a, you know, just, just the greatest event of the season, uh, which is even not during the season. But, yeah, the Patriots drafted a quarterback, which has uh, certainly sparked some conversation. So they potentially are going three deep, or do you think they're going to 86 Garoppolo? I think, well, I think the play is if Brady is suspended, you can have Garoppolo and you don't have a backup to him. So if he were to go down, what do you do? So this might be a safety play where, you know, you've got uh, Garoppolo and said backup in Brady's absence. So if something happened, that, that is interesting. So something happened to Garoppolo in game one. Yeah. They have no quarterback. They would have no one. Right, exactly. Was it? And they wouldn't let him. They'd have Julian Edelman, maybe, who's their wide receiver on the depth chart, but he did play quarterback in college. Now, oh, that God. was moons ago. Did so. it, didn't they have Adam Vinatieri as the third-string quarterback when he played for the team? Wasn't that the case? Or was there a kicker at one point that was the, the third-string quarterback? Because I remember the, the there was a, some kick in the – Guy gets the ball and he throws it, I oh, think, to Brady. You're thinking of Doug zone. Flutie. You're thinking of Doug Flutie, who was yeah. the quarterback who kind of did a pooch punt on a play. He became punter. I'm thinking this is punter. in the last few years. It was well, you'd, you'd be wrong. Four or five years ago, something like that. Doug Flutie, long time ago. Shot guy. I Doug know who Flutie. <laughs> Doug right. Flutie is. Flutie. Right. Whenever you throw a long bomb when you you're playing touch football, you yeah. yell out, Doug Flutie. <laughs> is that what you do? That's what I do. <laughs> All right. So early thoughts on the asylum? Starting to kick in a little bit strength-wise, a little bit. It's red creeping. hot fireballs, red hot fireballs, red hot fireballs. That's what we throw it in there, right? There's two people I'm punching in the balls. There we go. This show. <laughs> They're sitting one to my right and one to my left. All right, when we come back, gentlemen, Chuck Morrison will get Deb in the air. We got some stuff in the mailbag. We got a classic three-way and lots more. Stick around, everybody. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. 
Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. This is Hank Kellner and my son. Class Peter Kellner, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigars Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios with gentleman Chuck Morrison. He's going to get debonair, and he is still the reigning Classic 3-Way champion. Can he hold the title? We'll see. We got it in the can, and we're loving it. Giggity. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. We're smoking The Asylum Tension, uh, a new uh, test experiment. And uh, I say it's going well. You know what the one thing well. that really sucks about this cigar? What? It's so good. After 300 cans, you can't get it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would smoke this all the time. This will be gone. My guess is this will be gone by, by Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday, it's over. So uh, I know a lot of people listen to this podcast as a podcast later. So you're listening to it Monday, and you're thinking about it. Pull the trigger. Today would be the day. Tuesday is gonna, should wrap it up. 
Um, especially the Robustos will be gone uh, before you know it if they're not gone. I think uh, there were only seven left on Friday. Oh, really? So yeah. they might be, might be over on that. So that's it. Gentleman Chuck Morrison, are you ready? Let's do it. Okay, while well, you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentleman-like is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? Well, Dave, here's what she would have won. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with... Wait for it. Suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a Debonair can never... Ever. ...be subtracted from one's life. Today... Gentlemen, the battle within. An old Cherokee is teaching his grandson about life. He said, my son, the battle is between us. It's between two wolves inside of us all. It's a terrible fight, and it's between two wolves. One is evil. He's angry, envious, sorrowful, regretful, greedy, arrogant, and self-pity. With false pride, superiority, and ego, he continued, the other wolf is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, truth, and faith. So we have Dave and Mr. Jonathan That's what living I thought exactly. inside of us. The, <laughs> same, the same fight is going on inside of you and inside of every other person as well. The grandson thought about this for a minute and then asked his grandfather, Grandfather, which wolf will win? The old Cherokee simply replied, the wolf you feed. Ah. ah, Confucius say. Confucius say. <laughs> yeah. That's the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question, guys, every single time, which wolf are you going to feed? You continue to eat, Mr. Jonathan. I continue to feed, <laughs> feed the bad wolf. It's, it's a... uh, never you mind. Weren't thinking, <laughs> you weren't thinking I was the bad wolf, were you? Because I was thinking you were the bad wolf. Do people believe that they are somebody different than the other, than they are? Probably. Yes. Yes. You think you're different than you are. I have no comment. Is he really a nice guy that just, you know? Misunderstood? Yeah. He misunderstood. I'm one of the nicest people I know. <laughs> and that's what you believe. That's what it you is believe. what I believe. You're so what humble what, about it, what, too. Yes. What do, what do our uh, listeners believe? All right. Uh, the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Peter writes, I want to thank you guys for talking about the Cigar Journal so much on your show. I subscribed to the magazine several weeks back and just received my first copy. It's a phenomenal magazine. It is. Yep. And I'm very happy I listened to you guys and subscribed. And I have to agree with you. There we go. It's the only one I read cover to cover. There's something to read. Yes. You know. I like, I, I mean, I like I, the pretty girls. I've got to like do the, it for uh, show prep, but I, I yeah. look forward to it coming in, and I read it legit, cover to cover. I want to learn something. That's the one. You want to learn something? There it is. You want to read about things you can't afford, or you want to see pretty girls? There's thing, this things out there for everything, and they all go good. And so stuff, does that make me a bad guy that I want to learn? Is that what you're no, trying to say? Am I, I, I like feeding learn. the wolf the wrong wolf? No, you feeding it? the correct wolf. <laughs> want to learn and know things better. <sighs> 
Yeah, because you learn misconceptions maybe. You know, well, I thought it was like that. Let's try this and let's see what that's all about. So there you go. Okay. So um, it's time for the Classic three-way, three-way. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's Undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. So what I like to do is when somebody's winning a lot in a row, like Barry was winning a lot in a row, we started covering up his, his screen in case somebody was cheating. Uh, Mr. Jonathan was never winning a lot in a row, were you? There was, a, there was a time there was I a had streak? a streak. Yeah. Yeah. So I like to change it up a little just in case you're doing your homework, which I can imagine you would do. You would do a little homework. So today is not the birthdays, but on this day. Love it. Oh. Okay? So I, I threw it up a little bit. So uh, closest without going over. Today, on this day, Adolf Hitler commits suicide. Ooh. Adolf Hitler and Eva Braun commit suicide after being married less than 40 hours. Today, what year, Chuck Morrison? All right, put me down for 49, 1949. 49, he says, Mr. That's what, J. what I say is 1949. 49, Barry? 1948. 48, and you're all over, was 1945. So, Mr. Jonathan, the first federal prison for women was open. The Federal Industry Institute for Women opens in Alderson, West Virginia, as the first women's federal prison in the United States. It opens today, what year? 1938. 38, he says. 1887. 1887. 1700. 1700, and Barry will take it. 1887, it's 1927. Only 40 years off. By that much. 40 years off, but he played it well. Barry gets a point, and he is ahead 1-0-0. to to And Barry, the first presidential inauguration happened today on the balcony of Federal Hall on Wall Street in New York City. George Washington takes the oath of office to become the first elected president of the United States today. What year? 1780. 1780, says. 1780, Unconditional surrender of South the South Vietnamese. Today, what year? 
I'm gonna write it down. Ah, uh, man, this game. Sixty-nine. 1969, he says. 1976. 76. 72. 72. Running away with it. 72 will take the point. 75 was the answer. I remember. I'm the only one old enough to remember that day, right? You are the only one old enough. By a year. Yeah. Um, One question left. Nobody can win. But one of you two. One of you guys. Oh, Barry, he just eliminated you, so... He said nobody can win. No, nobody yeah. can beat Barry. <laughs> nobody can beat Barry. He is the new reigning champion. But one of you guys can at least not be shut out. And this is Gerald DeLuise, a.k.a. Burt Young, movie actor, Polly, Rocky Balboa's oh. pushy brother-in-law, was born today. You said there weren't any birthdays. I threw one threw in a there. curve. I threw one in there. Right. Was born today. Burt Young, Gerald D. Louise. 1944. 44. 33. 33. Give me a point, Dave. 1900. 1900. You do not get a point. The point goes to Barry at 33. For the shutout, it's 1940. Barry Stein, the new champion. Back where it belongs. The new champion this classic On top of his giant asylum. Is brought to you by Classic Cigars. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. And a quick reminder, if it's your birthday, come into any Two Guys Smoke Shop location. That's Salem, Seabrook, or Nashua, New Hampshire on your birthday. And they will cut and light a free happy birthday cigar just for you. Boom. Nice shot. I'm going to tell you, I am digging on this 60. It's not all that big It's not that big anymore. 60s are not big anymore. 60 is the new 50. Look at that ash. You must be working out. I can (laughs) see why uh, people gravitate to the size as the second best-selling size. No, he says it may be first now. No, No, 60 is the second best-selling size in the country. Toro, 60, and then Robusto. Not not in asylum in all of them. It was Robusto. Yes. Toro. Toro. Churchill torpedo, and then years ago, I remember it was Toro torpedo. It's changed over the years, uh, which tells you a lot that's going on. But second best selling size of all is the 60 ring gauge to a Toro. You put them next to each other, you want to get the 60, but you should buy the Toro because it usually tastes better, not in, this, in the sake of asylum because they don't make a Toro yet, but they're making one. They're making one now. We try the six by 60. In the six by fifty, yes. in, in asylum, and see, see what, what happens. happens. That would be the play. Yep, and we will play that game later on. But first, something in the mailbag. Yeah, we got another message submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. Hi, David. Hi. No, the rest of us. No, just, David. just me. I'm an avid <laughs> listener. I've been following your smoking ticket incident with great interest. Mm. Welcome to a dose of Canadian BS. In 2007. I was working with a friend distributing cigars in Canada, and we had a smoking lounge in the warehouse. One day a guy shows up, snaps a picture, and advises us that we have one day to remove and close our lounge. At the same time, raids started happening all over the brick and mortars. Fines were levied, and the store and the people smoking. My favorite shop wound up with over $12,000 in fines. He beat it. But he had to close the lounge, which represented 60% of his business. Wow. Today, many cigar shops in Toronto operate a secret cigar easy in, as though it were in Prohibition days. Yeah. Members-only smoking clubs have popped up in houses uh, bought or rented. Smoking is banned everywhere, including parks, patios, beaches, and commun- company vehicles. 
You are right to organize and fight. Canadians just let it happen. Keep up the good work and fight on. Steve Jacobson from Toronto, Ontario. That's it, Steve. Believe me, we, we look at things like Canada and see what happens. So it's possible these things can, can happen. You think, well, they can't. And they happen because people sit back and don't fight They lay down. So uh, I got a call, actually, uh, Monday, maybe, uh, union leader. And they oh, wanted yeah. to do an interview with me about what had happened. And I said, oh, my God, that was over a month ago. It's old news. Forget it. No, no, no. I want to talk about it. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, I told him what I had to tell him, and I warned every um, other retailer um, out there uh, in our organization that um, they may be calling. Be careful what you say. I don't know how much you want to stir the pot up, but just a heads up of this guy's calling it and stirring the pot, basically, um, because, frankly, we've been left alone, and, you know, what's the play here? Yeah. I don't know. So uh, not yesterday, the day before. I think Thursday. Thursday um, in the union leader yeah, I believe it was Thursday, maybe Friday. Um, they did write an article of it. You can go on onto the Union Leader online and and see the article about um, no smoking in cigar shops. Any good? Uh, decent. What's really decent about it is you know the online version. People actually chime in. So one guy chimes in and says, uh, you know, the good thing, uh, the only good thing about it is you guys end up getting cancer or something like that. You know, but a loser. To, you know, keyboard bullies and stuff. But now that stirs everybody up. Oh, and, yeah. oh ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. And, yeah. you know, there's a heroin epidemic and this is what's going on. And there's one after another after another. Jump in there, you know, to our audience. Jump in there and chime in and write your little thing uh, and let them know that we're out there. Um, but there's a lot of people that did chime in already. So imagine uh, somebody saying, "Good for you, good that, that this happens." Yeah, people, adults enjoying an yeah, adult it product. It only helps. It only helps our cause that you see. You know, it's like these things that happen in California that people are, are jumping up and down on uh, uh, cars police cars and, and things like that. That it, it, it may, all the more, uh, it, you know, the, the person saying a terrible thing like that is uh, you don't want him on your side, right? So uh, you'll see that union leader and uh, chime in and put your, your thought of, um, of what you think, which is great, because I know how you think if you listen to the show. Uh, leave us alone, right? We keep yep. to ourselves. We don't bother anybody. You know, cigar smoking in a cigar shop. Surprise. You know, do you have to have a speakeasy? Do you have to, you know. Apparently you do. You're stopping us doing it outside on beaches. You just... Uh, you, you can't beat it, so you're going to end up making it illegal to do it, and then we'll... I, I just have this fear. Anytime they take away a right, it scares the S out of me. Because it's something else you're going to Because you can't drink in a bar? Right. I mean, how extreme are we going to get here? Right. It's freaking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, final thoughts on the uh, asylum experiment. Tension. I'll tell you, I like this one at the, at the 60, and I formerly was not a 60 ring gauge guy. I may have to go around the store now and start smoking 60s and see if maybe I'm a 60 guy. You're a 60 guy if you smoke a 70 first. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know key. if I want to do that. That is that's the, key. the key. I don't know if I want to do that. You know, I wonder you smoke a strong cigar, and then you smoke a cigar that's strong but not quite as strong. And you think, now, I like this one because it's not as strong. Or you smoke a 70 ring gauge, and you smoke a 60. You know, this is, this is the way I want to be. I tend to smoke my strongest cigars early in the day. I do and then the as opposite. I get through the day, I go milder and milder and milder. No, I follow I, the same be, thing. This would be an really? early in the day smoke. I have me, full body cigars sitting on my desk, and I wait till late in the day to get to them because I figure I'm one and done at that point. 
and if I want to be done, okay, let me smoke one of these because I know that's it. I'm not going to be able to taste a mild cigar later, and or I'm not going to want to smoke a mild cigar later. You may not want to smoke a cigar later, but you can certainly taste it. My yeah. ride home is always a Connecticut. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Okay, that's it. Next week, Gianna is graduating from college, and I will be there uh, with her cigars as well. We're going to actually smoke cigars. I'm going to smoke cigars with her from 22 years ago. And um, the new stuff also. But you'll smoke the new stuff. Uh, Natural and Maduro, the same brand, go head-to-head in a matchup. Which will be better? We're celebrating 31 years at Two Guys Smoke Shop in the cigar business. We're having a big anniversary party. We do it every year. Next week, the tickets go on sale on Saturday. And I am expecting, I won't be here, but expecting a sellout on that day. So uh, you no guys will be the judge. You guys l- l- let everybody know how it's going, and if they want to end up doing it, we will have somebody manning the phones for a Cigar Authority listeners only. So you'll hear the phone number on the show, and then you'll call in if you want to be part of it. So until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you happen to be smoking your asylum experiment along with us, the tension version... Always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars... You can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. Choices.